Big screen. Little screen. Welcome back if you are regular. If you are a newbie, log on to www.knowyourselfouthere.com and listen to prior episodes. Right about now, it's all about big screen, little screen. It's something that we do every week. Loads of episodes. It's where we talk about everything good in the cinema, on your TV screens, online and everything else in between. I'm telling you, man, whether you are listening on Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, myself, SK Vibe Maker, usually movie reporter Lowry, but we have a super substitution this week, Stephen Geekface. I'm joined by him in a virtual room, man. How are you doing today, Stephen? I am blessed, man. Thanks for having me, man. It feels weird to be in this spot, man. You know, taking over my other guy who's off away. Shout out to him. But yeah, man, it's good to be here, man. Can't wait to get into the nitty gritty. Man, if no one's ever, you know, been aware of like what you do online or follow you on the socials, man, give them a little breakdown of what you usually do, Stephen. Yeah, so I usually go by the the saying, so geeked about movies because I'm geeked about everything related to movies. I do film reviews. I talk about everything film related, old movies, new movies, the whole nitty gritty of everything related to movies. So yeah, man, check me out. It's going to be an exciting episode, man. We've got some good things on the, the menu this week, man. Give him some hints of what we're going to be talking about, Stephen. Oh, yeah, we've definitely got something down for people today. Uh, we've got a new rendition of a, a classic Pixar character on the big screen. So can't wait to get into that one. We've got a documentary about a megastar's halftime show, which we'll go into that a bit further. And a really controversial sex movie that some people may enjoy and some may not enjoy. Crazy. All right, man. <laughs> Got three big items on the menu. Let's get into the first trailer. Big screen, little screen. I'm Leo. You must be Nancy. May I come inside? Yes. So I've made a list of things that I'd like to get through. Well, that all sounds very achievable. Have I booked enough time? You, you want to do it all today? <laughs> yes. No. I've never had an orgasm. There are nuns out there with more sexual experience than me. It's embarrassing. Do you want me to brush my teeth? Oh, God. This is crazy. Nancy? It's terrible. It's wrong. Nancy? Yes? Come have a dance at me. I, I guess I'm frustrated. Is Leo Grand your real name? Thinking about all the places I should have been by now. No, I simply don't understand why you're doing this. This to save up for our college. Oh, how wonderful. Are you really? No. <laughs> I've always been ashamed of my body. Your body's beautiful. I wish you could see that. Everyone wants something different. I don't judge my clients, lest they're total. <laughs> I've never done anything interesting in my life. You're the only adventure I've ever had. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, movie reporter Stephen Geekface. You just heard a big trailer. We're about to give you the breakdown. Stephen, give them the lowdown, man. Yeah, so the trailer you just heard was for a film called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand, uh, starring Emma Thompson and Daryl McAvoy um, as Leo. And it involves a woman who just recently lost her husband, who's trying to now, you know, live her life. And she decides to hire a sex worker to really explore her sexuality. And through that, she, um, she finds self-discovery about herself, including the sex worker as well. And we get to meet these two guys in this really interesting setting. 
I mean, people might, you know, hear the synopsis of this film. They might see the trailer and they might think this sounds very outlandish and very far-fetched. But let's get down to reality. Things like this really happen and probably more often than you think. Sex workers and big age gaps. I mean, <laughs> what do you think, Stephen? You know what? It's I, I give props to the film because usually in the settings where we've seen other previous movies from the, from the past, it's usually you know it's a male character who's hiring the female sex worker, but this one's vice versa, and also the age is a big thing as well. It's an elderly woman with a really young man. You know they're from two different backgrounds, and it's something people may not have seen before. But obviously we've seen it done with the opposite sex, so this will be interesting for people to. To definitely check out. Um, it definitely looks like it's gonna be a really funny film. Um, from the trailers, it looks like it's gonna be hilarious. It looks like they're really going to drive into the whole, you know, being positive about sex, which you know some people still find uncomfortable, even at a big age, to talk about. I heard this is more positive than CD, man. So that's definitely something to take from it. Do you know what I'm saying? This is going to be hitting the big screen June the 17th. Good luck to you, Leo Grand movie. And is a 15 certificate. Big screen, little screen. SK Vibe Maker, Stephen Geekface. Man, we're about to get into the next trailer. Big screen, little screen. Part of being a great performer is being aware of whoever's around me right there. You feel me? It's not just about if you're getting off with the step. It's about if we're getting on mm. the step. Yeah. I don't just go, this camera got me. <laughs> but I'm also saying that the camera got me. Because <laughs> I can do all of that at the same time. Yeah. I lived in the public eye. And I really believe a lot of what they said. Diva. Serial bride. How do you feel about your butt? You did not just ask me that. I did. If I was in front of Jennifer Lopez and she said, you can't sing, I'd go, neither can you. And I said to her once, doesn't this bother you? And she said, I expected this. Do you think you'll be nominated for an Oscar? I mean, I hope so. Kessler's first review is Jennifer Lopez is Oscar worthy. It was hard. I just had a very low self-esteem. I had to really figure out who I was and believe in that and not believe anything else. Big screen, little screen. You're definitely in tune to big screen, little screen, whether you are listening on the digital streaming platforms or you are listening live on Rinse FM. Myself, SK Vibe Maker and super substitution, Stephen Geekface is in the virtual room with me today. We just heard a very interesting trailer and Stephen's about to give you the lowdown. Well, this one is one that some people may have been waiting for, some may not have been waiting for. It's, uh, it's on Gimme on Netflix. It's starring Jennifer Lopez in her own documentary. Uh, it involves her preparing for one of her biggest performances, which is the Super Bowl, which loads of artists wish to go to. And she uses this opportunity to open up to people who may not know much about Jennifer Lopez, about her past, her present and her future regarding her career. Um, so it goes into much details and if those who didn't know she performed at the Super Bowl in 2020 with Shakira the, the show the documentary really focused more on her than everyone else so if you're looking for maybe something to do with Shakira you might be disappointed <laughs> on that note but so but yeah mainly on Jennifer Lopez about her life and everything everything else in between 
I mean, Shakira definitely has some things going on in her personal life at the moment, but we're, but we're not going to get into that. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to Jennifer Lopez, just in case you don't know, singer and actress, actress and singer, often critiqued for her singing ability, often critiqued for her acting ability. Is this basically Jennifer Lopez saying, put some respect on my name? Yeah, that's, that's telling. I mean, she doesn't actually herself say it herself, but... Everyone else who's in the documentary mentions like how good she is, how how hard she works. And I will give her credit for that. I'm not personally a big fan of her singing as well as acting. I did love her films like in Hustle, you know, and films like Out of Sight, which is one of my favorite films with George Clooney from back in the day. And she really just shows like what she went through the last two, three years around the pandemic as well, like everyone else did, when she almost got nominated for Hustlers and didn't get nominated for at the Oscars for the film as well. And this shows her preparation and some things I didn't realise. I've seen the Super Bowl performance and they deal with like, there's always like, you know, when you watch these shows, these big shows with these big effects and, you know, sound, everything looks great. There's always, they always try to slide in a message, you know, something political. And there was something in this performance that I didn't even notice myself, which Jennifer Lopez addresses. And it really put some you know, perspective to it. And I was like, oh, I didn't see it that way. But I don't know if it worked on the big show once I watched it again, but it made, it, it, I took the passion from Jennifer Lopez and I understood that she's someone that, you know, we, we've got to put respect on her name. You know, she is, she has been here for a long time. I, she's in the, she might not be the best like the Wall Smiths, but the fact that she acts, sings, dance, she's done it all at a really successful rate, we have to give it to that. So, and she's been out here for, let's put it on record, for a few decades. The 90s, the noughties, the teenies, and she's still here. Does this documentary succeed in putting some respect on her name? Or are the naysayers going to still feel the same way about how they felt about her? Well, for me personally, I think, as I said, it was a good, you know, you know, insight into her life and what she does. I don't think it brought anything necessarily new. Um, it's stuff like she, she kind of ponder references certain things like, you know, people spoke about her body, for example, or her past relationships with, you know, with different men. And she tackles a little bit of it but she doesn't give us anything that's juicy. That's why we come for these type of documentaries. You wanna, you wanna get the juicy, the juicy topics like, oh, you know, I wanna hear something it's like, sauce. oh, I had, yeah, yeah, like I had a lost son somewhere, like something just spicy. <laughs> and it doesn't, nothing really brings the heat. And as I said, like, um, it's really the whole Jennifer Lopez show. I don't even know why they called it halftime. They should have just called it the Jennifer Lopez documentary because as you as I said mentioned before Shakira was part of the show and Shakira is it's not even Sh Shakira is an extra in in this documentary you see a glimpse in here and there it's almost like a Stan Lee cameo in a Marvel movie that's how she is but for those who are Jennifer Lopez fans I think you're going to get something out of this I think you're going to have a good time with it and you know she there are there is music in between when she's performing she looks great for someone who's 50 plus as well so you something if you're not a fan or you're, you've never been you know convinced of uh, singing or acting I don't think this is going to you know turn turn your opinion of her basically so Say I'm no going to give this one, for me personally, it's going to be a two. I'm going to give this one a two. A two out of five? Yeah, it's a two. It's two. It's, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. If, if, if it's on, pull it on. If it's not, watch another documentary. There's, there's so many other better ones that we've seen <laughs> in the last, especially coming from Netflix as well. So. Oh, say no more, Stephen. Halftime, 
the Jennifer Lopez documentary is out now, released June the 14th, 2020 via Netflix and is a 15. Big screen, little screen, whether you are listening live on Rinse FM or you are listening on the digital streaming platforms. Myself, SK Vibe Maker and Super Substitution, Stephen Geekface in the building. We've already discussed Good Luck To You, the Leo Grand movie. And we also discuss Halftime, the Jennifer Lopez documentary. We have a massive one up next. Where are we about to take it, Stephen? Oh, we're about to take it back to the world of Disney. Uh, Pixar's back with a new movie. And it's one that no one saw coming, but I'm kind of glad it is here. Let's get to the trailer, man. Big screen, little screen. Buzz Lightyear mission log, stardate 3901. After a full year of being marooned, our first hyperspeed test flight is a go. Who are you talking to? Uh, no one. You were narrating again. I was not. Just doing the mission log. You do know no one ever listens to those. I know that. Narrating helps me focus. Ready, Captain Lightyear? Ready as I'll ever be, Commander Hawthorne. This is exciting, a new adventure. I'm gonna grant you four minutes to be off planet, but then you come right back to us. To infinity. And beyond. You are clear for hyperlaunch. Beep boop, beep boop, beep boop. Buzz, that was utterly terrifying, and I regret having joined you. Buzz Lightyear to Star Command. Come in, Star Command. Why don't they answer? Hey, hey! Shh! The robots! The what? What is happening right now? Alicia? Oh no, that's my grandmother. But, Socks, how long were we gone? Meow, 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 meow. 62 years, seven months, and five days. What? I hope you're ready for action, because all we needed was a pilot. For what? To destroy the alien ship. I have a plan, and I have a team. Jarvie can take any three things and make them explode. Big screen, little screen. Big screen, little screen, SK Vibe Makeup, Move Reporter, Stephen Geekface. Whether you're listening on Rinse FM or the digital streaming platforms, we just played a massive trailer, eagerly anticipated for some. Some people are like, this came out of nowhere. Stephen, give them the lowdown on this, man. Yeah, so as I said, Pixar's back with a new film. Film, as people didn't expect, it is Lightyear. Um, it is a spin-off of one of the characters from Toy Story. This is meant to be the, the, the story that, you know, Andy, the kid that we all grew up watching, played with. This is what he actually watched on the big screen before he got the toy of Buzz Lightyear. And it, it's an origin story. Um, and it, you know, it deals with this character that we all know, where he finds himself stuck on this hostile planet with his crew, with dangerous threats, and he must find a way to escape. And it delves into a way that I didn't even see coming as well, very interesting twists and turns. But yeah, it's a film starring Chris Evans as the voice. Obviously, Ben knows Tim Allen, um, but Chris, Chris Evans, known as Captain America for most people for the MCU, and Kiki Palmer, who, which I'm really enjoying her, her, her you know, career this year. She's got another film coming up, Nope. So it was good to hear her as a voice character in this. And yeah, man. There is loads of uh, black girl magic in this film. I won't go into mm. more details, but there's a lot of it in this film, which I really enjoyed. I mean, there's been some real talking points in the news and stuff because a few countries have banned the film, but we're not going to get into that. I mean, this is a big franchise. I mean, there's been four Toy Story films so far. 
the original back in 1995, Toy Story 2, 1999, Toy Story 3, 2010, and of course, Toy Story 4 in 2019. The benchmark is high. People love this franchise. This franchise has, for a lot of people, Toy Story is in some of their best films of all time. So I where said, I does... I would have said it was my best trilogy of all time before the Toy Story 4 came and ruined it, but that's for another conversation <laughs> for another day. But I mean, you know, when you go for an origin story and you take one of the big characters out of a big, massive franchise like this, where does um, Lightyear lie? I mean, does it live up to its predecessors? Does it live up to the franchise, Stephen? I think as a, as a family film, I think it's really, really good. I think if you are an adult and you've seen films like Interstellar, um, mm -hmm. this is definitely very similar to that film, but obviously for kids. Um, this film probably has one of the most funniest animated characters. I won't say who, but you probably get a hint when you watch the film. It had me laughing from start to finish. There are some annoying characters in this movie as well <laughs> uh, that really got on my nerves. It's like, what are you doing? There were so many times I was shouting back at the screen. Um, but yeah, as I said before, Chris Evans, who really stepped up to the plate, um, did a really good job as Light Buzz here. Um, there were moments where I felt like, oh, this is, I'm, I'm hearing Captain America. I know it's Chris Evans and he played Captain America, but there was moments like, that's a line that Captain America would say. And I could see why they potentially used him as the character. Kiki Palmer's really, really good in this film. Um, my voice act character is really interesting as well. And something relatable to people, you know, people trying to go for something that they can't do because of their fears and their worries. There's loads of moments for people to, to hold on to in this movie. Um, like I said, the film is, I said, really, really good, really funny at parts. There's a real big twist at the end, which was really good to see, uh, which if you are a fan, of Toy Story, uh, especially Toy Story 2, you would get it. You're like, oh, I get that. I see what they've done there. That's, that's really clever. But I think the film is really, really safe. As I said, they don't do anything particularly new that we haven't seen from this type of movie. The story is very basic. You kind of know where it's going to end. But like I said, it's mainly for the kids. The kids are going to get something out of this. They're going to be laughing. The animation is phenomenal. Pixar deliver once again. You can't mess with them when it comes to animation. It's top notch all the time. Yeah, man, and this is one I definitely recommend to go and watch, especially with all the family, especially for a Toy Story fan. I ain't gonna waste no time, man. I'm giving this a four, man. Four out of five. Yeah, four, Big man. levels. Strong four. Strong Comes four. Strong highly four. recommended. What I took from there is you said this is interstellar for the kids. I mean, that's a yes. big statement, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if you watch it, you kind of know where everything's going. You, I'll leave it as that. I'll leave yeah. it as that straight up Lightyear is out June the 17th 2022 via the cinema and it's a PG it's been a great episode of big screen little screen myself SK vibe maker and super substitution Stephen Geekface stepping in for Lowry of course I mean we're going to be back together next week doing another episode where can they find you in the meantime on the socials? Oh, you can find me on all socials, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Stephen Geekface, or you can just by find me by hashtag so geeked about movies. I'm on YouTube as well. I'm everywhere, man. Easy. How do they spell the Stephen, man? Let them know. Uh, uh, V-E-N, not the P-H-E-N. That's, <laughs> that's the fake way. That's the fake way to spell Stephen. The real way is S-E-V-E-N. I shall so not get end. into that, but it's very important that you stated that. And of course, you can find me <laughs> at SK Vibe Maker, all good socials, and www.skvibemaker.co.uk. I'm going to see you next week again, Stephen. See you next week, man. Can't wait, man. Big screen, little screen.